Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week, our podcast features an episode of Red Skeleton called Bells and Resolutions. It first aired on January 1st, 1946. Happy New Year, everyone. I'd rather have a Raleigh. 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 Because Raleigh is the only cigarette that gives you all three. The Raleigh Cigarette Program, starring Red Skelton with David Forrester and his orchestra, Gigi Pearson, Verna Felton, our singing star, Anita Ellis, Pat McGee, and our guest, Wonderful Smith, and yours truly, Rod O'Connor. It's a pleasure to bring you Metro Golden Mayor's popular comedian and the star of the Raleigh Cigarette Program, Red Skelton! Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Red. Happy New Year to you, too. And Happy New Year to you. Well, Happy New Year to you. <laughs> well, we've kicked that around enough for this year. <laughs> well, how'd you bring the New Year in? I had nothing to do with it. I woke up this morning and there it was. <laughs> You know, well, during the last year, a lot of waters passed over the dam. Yeah, in sunny California, too. <laughs> a lot of people got soaked, you know. <laughs> well, it was really an eventful 365 Wasn't days, you know. Joke. The war ended, a lot yeah. of the boys came back from overseas. Yeah. Rationing was stopped. Dick Tracy went on a diet. <laughs> Well, I wonder what the new year has in store for us. Butter, I hope. I... <laughs> Say, did you hear the Oklahoma-St. Mary's game today, right? Yes, and it was really exciting. I was sitting in front of my radio, and I could just picture Bing Crosby... Crosby... <laughs> <laughs> Bing Crosby and Ingrid Bergman sitting on the 50-yard line, ringing their bells for the home team. <laughs> Wasn't Hollywood Boulevard crowded? Yeah, last night, you mean, say, the old mm-hmm. street was creeping. <laughs> yeah, the New Year's festivities were really rollicking. Yeah, you said it. People were climbing up those Christmas trees like monkeys. <laughs> they had to give me a banana before I'd come down. <laughs> Four guys got arrested for jay-staggering last night. Oh, hey, there was one fellow walked into a, into a, um, a place, and he says to the bartender, a Marine, he says, here, I got a present for you. He says, I got a present for you. <laughs> a live lobster, here. A live lobster? <laughs> so the bartender says, well, thanks a lot. He says, I'll take it home to eat. <laughs> the guy says, oh, don't do that. Take him to a movie. He's already eaten. <laughs> I'll say, Brett, did you make any resolutions for That's 1946? That's a good one. Too bad it wasn't in the script, wasn't it? <laughs> did you make any resolutions for yeah. 1946? Yeah, I got a couple I'll sell you. I won't be able to keep them. <laughs> well, Happy New Year to you, Anita. Oh, the same to you, Red. Say, tell me, uh, how did you see the new year in? Oh, I spent the evening with my mother. Oh. No other girl can make that statement. <laughs> 
that is still breathing. Oh, I enjoyed it, Red. We listened to the radio and really had a wonderful time. Really? There was only one thing wrong. Why? Just as I got to bed about 12.30, some crazy fellow started pounding at my door when I could have killed him. Gee, that's awful. What did you do? I nearly got killed. <laughs> Did you make any New Year's resolutions, Rod? Oh, I certainly did. You know, I resolved to be more helpful to people. Oh, well, you know, sort of a two-tone uh, ton, <laughs> Mr. Anthony, huh? Well, look, I've got a problem. <laughs> I've got a problem. You are a happy little blimp at that. You know? <laughs> I can't find an apartment, Mr. Uh, O'Connor, and I'm sick of living in that tool chest with the built-in bird bath. Do you think you can find me something? <laughs> I can't do anything about the housing shortage, Red. No. But when it comes to brand new cars, that's different. Why? You know, friends, the makers of Raleigh cigarettes are giving brand new cars away every day. No kidding. Yes, each and every day, someone wins the Chevrolet. That's seven winners, seven cars given away every week. You can win one just as easily as the winner I'll announce in a few seconds. This is all you have to do. Complete this sentence in 25 words or less. We should all buy victory bonds because... Got it? We should all buy victory bonds because... Send your entries to Raleigh Cigarettes, Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois, together with two complete wrappers from two packs of Raleigh cigarettes. Now, don't put it off. Write your prize-winning sentence and mail it tonight. Win yourself a brand-new car, just as this winner of December 28th. The winner of December the 28th was my cousin Joe. <laughs> And will he be surprised? He didn't even send in an entry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The real winner was Carl Bergstrom, Jr. of Superior, Wisconsin. And congratulations, Mr. Bergstrom. More winners announced on this program tonight. <laughs> and remember, smokers, Raleigh's are the only cigarettes that give you all three. Throat protection, better taste, lasting freshness. Thank you, gentlemen. And now it's time for Anita Ellis to answer a musical question. How deep is the ocean? How much do I love you? I'll tell you no lie. Thank you. 
sky the strength of my love for you is more than a heart and hold. How deep is the Thank you very much. The first story we read this year from our Skelton Scrapbook of Satire is entitled, Bells and Resolutions. Our characters are fictional. If you think there's any similarity to persons living, don't you believe it. Chapter 33 is entitled, The Bells of Big Fork, Montana. Once upon a time, there lived a fearless cowboy named Deadeye, and every year he would ride into town the help of the New Year's celebration, a week in advance, the Flathead County. Every nickel he gets on them jukeboxes. <laughs> Think I'll go into Big Jim Brown's bar here. Howdy, folks. Hey, piano player. How about playing my favorite, too? No, no, no. Not, not that one. The other one. That's it. <laughs> Symphony. I love that. There's my gal, Margie the Clipper. It's been so long since I've seen a woman. I don't know whether you hug them before you say howdy or after. Howdy, said I. I guess it's after. <laughs> Happy New Year, gal. Guys, she looks sweet enough to kiss. Yeah, and you look dumb enough to try it. Yeah. <laughs> same old gal. <laughs> and you're the same old dead eye. Still bow-legged. Oh, I ain't so bow-legged. Well, then put your knees together. Well, look at that. Four feet taller. <laughs> well, what's new, Deadeye? What's this I heard about you having a pistol duel with a horse thief? Yeah. thought you were going to reform. I thought you resolved in 1945 to get a steady job and take home an honest man's living. I did. You show me where the honest man hides it, and I'll take it home in 1946. <laughs> did you fight this guy in honest duel? Yeah, even let him shoot first. Then I stepped from behind the tree and plugged him. <laughs> It was fair and square. I got a fair deal, and he got a square box. <laughs> well, um, are you going to bring in the new year with the honest law-abiding citizens of this town? Yeah. By the way, how many good law-abiding citizens are there in this town now? I don't know. Let's go over to the cemetery and count them, huh? <laughs> hey, any of you hombres want to make a thousand dollars? A thousand dollars? Sounds like somebody pretty desperate for a pound of butter, don't it? <laughs> Four days for New Year's Eve, and I'll pay a thousand dollars to anyone who rides to the top of McGregor Mountain and ring that bell in the old Mission Tower at midnight. You got your man there, stranger. I'm the best cowboy in the West. Of course, I don't have a pretty English accent like Errol Flynn. 
But I am brave, you know. You ring that bell and the thousand dollars is yours. Okay. Did I? Uh, are you nuts? The Blackfoot Indians say that bell is bad luck to anyone who goes near it. Yeah, that's why I'm hiring somebody that don't know about the so-called superstition of that bell and let him ring it. Gosh, did I? You think of everything, don't you? Nope, just them pictures and Esquire. <laughs> Who just came in over there? Howdy, neighbors. Howdy. Stranger around here? Yep, I'm from Texas. Panhandle? Only when I can't find work. Say, yeah. <laughs> nice gear you're wearing there, them boots. They genuine cowhide? It sure is. I'll prove it. I'll rub them together. Great A, too, isn't it? Say, <laughs> hey, how would you like a job around here bringing in the new year? We need someone to ring a bell. How much do you pay? I'll pay what I feel like. Uh, <clears throat> what do you want? Uh, I want you to feel good. Uh, shall I say uh, $20? If you want to, go ahead. Say $20. I'm going to say 10 <laughs> Okay, it's a deal. That sounds like a better deal. Then if you don't pay me, you don't owe me so much. Yeah. <laughs> Well, shall we get going? The horses are outside. Okay. I saw your horse. He looks just like that Long Ranger's horse, Silver. No, this is his brother, Stainless Steel. <laughs> well, we're off to ring the big bell. So long, gal. So long, Jedi. Say, Dada, where is this bell? We've been planning for three days, and I'm mighty hungry. Oh. Why, I'm so skinny now, I'm holding my pants up with my teeth, and it ain't easy. How come? No teeth. <laughs> well, why don't you forget about food? Think about something else. Uh, think about women. I'd rather think about food. Instead of women? Yep. Boy, I hope I never get that hungry. <laughs> There it is, the big bell in the Robin's old mission there. Look how big that thing is. It's kind of cold here. We still got five minutes before 1946. Hey, Dada, what's that big black thing walking around the front door there? It looks like a bear. A bear? Don't be silly. You're just so hungry you think you see food. <laughs> That's a mirage. It looks like a bear. It's a mirage. Of course, uh, some mirages are noisier than others. <laughs> Look, you go over and make friends with that bear, and uh, I'll go up and ring the bell. Who? Me? That's who I'm looking at. <laughs> Look, that bear is just as scary of you as you are of him. I don't see no goose pimples on him. <laughs> now, look, go on over there. If you were to go over there real fast, that bear would run. Yeah, home and tell the other bears what he's found for dinner. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's getting pretty close to it. You go ring the bell and I'll take care of the bear. <laughs> That's funny. I'm going forward, but my feet are going backwards. <laughs> All right, bear, now, none of that stuff. Just come a little closer. Just come a little closer. <laughs> well, that was a little too close. Did he get you? No, but help me get my pants out of his teeth, will you? <laughs> I'll fix them. This 45 will make them lay down and take notice. There now. There, there now. See, all right, I'll lay down, Bear, but give me my gun back. Oh, you? Hey, Dada. Yeah? I'm up to the bell, and it's midnight. Hey, we're going to get that thousand bucks. Go ahead, ring it. 
hot dog we've got. Look out for the bell. Now, look, Bear, I've had enough out of you. I'm going to open your mouth and break your jaws with my bare hands. <laughs> oh, well, I can always count that money with my toes. <laughs> Say, Red, let's start the new year off right for someone by giving them a swell prize. Okay. Mrs. Uh, Lou Buttons. You uh, win Van Johnson. <laughs> How's that? No, Red. No? We're going to announce another winner in Raleigh's Car Day Contest. You know, friends, each and every day, someone wins a brand new car. Every day, mind you, seven cars each week. To date, 50 cars have already been given away by the makers of Raleigh cigarettes. And one of these might just as well be yours. Their new 1946 Chevrolet is not so easy to win. This is all you have to do. Complete this sentence in 25 additional words or less. We should all buy victory bonds because... Send your entries to Raleigh Cigarettes, Box 1200, Chicago, Illinois, together with two complete wrappers from two packs of Raleigh Cigarettes. Enter again and again because winners are chosen from entries received each day. Yes, each day a new winner. Entries are judged on uniqueness, originality, and most convincing statement. Judge's decision final. Duplicate prizes in case of ties. Entries become property of Raleigh Cigarettes. Contest limited to United States and members of the armed forces abroad. Send in your prize-winning sentence tonight and win yourself a new car, just as this winner of December 29th. A new Chevrolet goes to Dan Benson of Salt Lake City, Utah. Congratulations, Mr. Benson. More winners announced tomorrow night in the Raleigh Room, starring Hildegard. Be sure to listen. Thank you. And now back to Forever O2. <laughs> Chapter 35 of the Skelton Scrapbook. As we turn the page, we find a clipping from Believe It or Not. It says, David Forrester is the only musician in the world whose orchestra is composed of 32 relatives. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, the old Forrester family will stagger through the Camp Town races.
thank you. You have a few relatives in the audience, too, tonight, I see. <laughs> Chapter 36 in the scrapbook is entitled Resolutions. Starting the new year right is a feat for some people, but wrong or right, Junior shows Granny that he is still the mean widow cares. <laughs> I'm in here taking a shower. Oh. Me, little That's a good boy. Yeah. Happy New Year. And the same to you, Grandma. Come in. Oh, no, dear. The granny will stay out here while you're taking your shower. No, come on. It's all right. Come on in. I got my clothes on. <laughs> what? Junior. You're supposed to take your clothes off. Now she tells me. Did you wash your face good? Yes, I did. What's all that dirt behind your ears? That's where I wash it to. Junior, do you know what day this is? Certainly I does. I wasn't born yesterday, you know. Well, what day is it? Well, let's see. 30 days past September and Uncle George for driving while he was... Junior! <laughs> I ask you what day this is. Does you know? Certainly. Then why should we both waste each other's time discussing something we both know? <laughs> Boy, women are so exasperating sometimes. Junior. Exasperating. Junior. I'd like to look that word up someday. Yes. <laughs> this is the first day of the new year. Yeah. And it should be full of new possibilities, you know. I hope that you've made a resolution to do bigger and better things. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. If my resolutions work out like I had them planned, this year the fire department should be pretty busy. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> You'll hear about it later. I had been reading up on the atomic bomb. <laughs> Not only will you hear about it, the whole town will hear about it. <laughs> part of me here, part of me there, part of me there. <laughs> that will be Junior all over there. Junior, you're only kidding. <laughs> you just keep laughing, kiddo, that's all. <laughs> do you realize what New Year's Day means? Yes, I do. It means that Grandpa won't be able to get out of bed for two days, don't it? That's enough. Now, don't you hit me. Now. Now, you hurry and change your clothes. We'll go say Happy New Year to Jim Hart. Oh, Jim. Oh, boy, it's sure is crowded today, ain't it? Now, uh, hold on to my hand. I will not do this. I will not. I is a big boy now. I is a year older All now. right, well then, darling. Why don't you make a new resolution in 1946 to help other people? Oh. Won't you take poor old Grandma's hand and help Grandma across the street? Okay, I will do that. Here. Now, hold tight, Grandma. Don't get hurt, you know. Well, now that I have a good hold on your mitten, Junior, I might as well tell you that I was just using child psychology on you. Oh, really, <laughs> what you? Well, now that you got a good hold on me mitten, Grandma... 
I may as well tell you that me hand ain't in it. <laughs> well, he's got a nice house here, isn't he? Oh, I hope Jim's home. No, Jim, who's this Jim you talk about? Or... This gentleman is a very dear friend of mine, Julia. Oh. If I'd met him before I'd married your grandfather, well, sometimes I wonder. No, no, now that's not right. Because if you hadn't married Grandpa, then you would never met Mummy. And if without Mummy, you wouldn't have me. All right, so I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year, Vernon. My, my, you look younger every day. Yeah, you know, Benjamin Franklin used to tell her the same thing. You know. <laughs> Vernon, you don't look a day over 40. Really? No, I'm wrong. You don't huh? look a day over 35. How wrong can you be around here? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Happy New Year to you. Ah, shut up! <laughs> Junior! Won't you come in? My Junior, you must be a lot of good company for your grandmother. <laughs> Trusting old soul, ain't you? Uh, you got a nice house there, you know. Thank you. Verna, remember the first New Year's we met? Yes. You gave me a lift on a bicycle. A bicycle built for two, I hope. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, let's not get sickening about it. Julia! <laughs> Jim, you must come over to dinner sometime. Oh, thank you. Does you like turkey, Jim? Yes, I oh, bring do. Bring one over. We cook it. Junior! <laughs> By the way, where is your husband? Now he's home sleeping in office. <laughs> Junior, at times I can't figure you out. Uh, stick around, kiddo. You will. <laughs> Get over there. Oh, look, you got a kitty cat, No, 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 don't get rough oh, with the kitty. Look at him. Don't get rough with him. He might scratch you and get blood poisoning. Yes, he... <laughs> Boy, they sure does love me, don't they, huh? Boy, ain't you a dandy cat. Look how fuddy you is, boy. I'm going to take you home with me, boy. Here, come up and look good. Yes. Boy, he fat. Where'd he go? He jumped right out of me arm. Oh, there he is up on that shelf. I will climb up there and get him. Clumsy cat. It was the cat's fault he had on his overshoes. Good heavens! What happened in here? Junior, what on earth are you doing? There won't be no inflation now because everything's come down. <laughs> Junior? But that you have to be punished. I know. I was bad, so you go ahead and spank me. Go ahead. Run your beautiful hands, but spank me. Go ahead. I don't have beautiful hands. Yes, you do. They're so soft, so smooth, so Jurgens-like, you know. But go ahead. Well, <laughs> run along. She's <laughs> <laughs> really got these pan hands, but I got my spinal column to worry about. <laughs> now, where'd that cat go? Oh, there's a big box with a lid on it. I'll put him in there. Then I know where he is when I'm ready to take him from. Where'd he go? There he is. Now, come on. Now I got you. In the box you go. Here, here, go. Hey, Grandma. Let me out of this box, will you? at the same time. Red Skelton, David Forrester, and his orchestra, Anita Ellis, Bernard Felton, Gigi Pearson, Pat McGee, and yours truly, Rado Connor. 
Until next Tuesday, then. This is Red Skelton saying goodbye now. Thanks for listening. And remember, the boy still overseas. Right. And remember, listen to Hildegard tomorrow night. And the people are funny with Art Linkletter Friday night over most of these stations. Red Skelton is heard in this program to the courtesy of Metro Golden Bear. Sir Walter Raleigh. That's the tobacco that leaves your pipe as clean as a whistle. It's carefully blended from rich, ripe burleys and mellowed with just a touch of rum to enhance the natural, full-bodied flavor. Get Sir Walter Raleigh, the quality pipe tobacco of America. Let's is brought to you by the Brown and Whittington Tobacco Corporation. So, who's ready for pantomime? On the radio! Red Skelton was a clown. His father was a clown, and who knows, maybe he comes from a long line of clowns. Red started in showbiz at an early age, and I use the term showbiz loosely here. He took the road of hard, no hard knocks to stardom. When he was 10, he joined a traveling medicine show. He then moved up to vaudeville, moved to New York to make it big, except New York didn't like him. He married Edna Stilwell, who also did not like his act, although rather than canceling on him, she decided to write his material. They later divorced, but she remained his writer. After being unceremoniously rejected by the Big Apple, the Skeltons went into the entertainment hinterlands. I mean that literally, he went to Canada. In Montreal, he perfected his act and Edna fine-tuned his material. Red hit his groove in the 1930s and started to get gigs on various radio programs. He got a big break when he appeared in Ginger Rogers' film Having a Wonderful Time. Back in the States, NBC took a chance and gave him his own show in 1941. The gamble paid off big. The Red Skelton Show was an instant success, up there with Jack Benny and Fibber McGee and Molly. Skelton was voted the outstanding new radio star of 1941. Red Skelton was a physical actor based on his clown upbringing, but obviously he had to rework his act for radio. He did this by introducing many, many new characters that could work in an audio environment. His most famous included Junior, the mean whittle kid, Clem, the singing cab driver, and Deadeye, the fastest gun in the West. There was a tie between the Red Skelton show and the Ozzie and Harriet show. Red used Ozzie Nelson's band, and Harriet Hilliard, who's the Harriet in Ozzie and Harriet, became a regular on Red's show. She played Junior's mother and other roles. Skelton was drafted into the Army in 1944 and didn't return until after the war in December of 1945. By that point, Ozzie and Harriet was a big radio sensation and Red had to replace his music and the roles played by Harriet. His revamping worked and the show picked up right where it left off. When television replaced radio, Skelton was lucky, or skilled enough, in that he fell back on his visual humor and entertained another generation. His career spanned medicine shows, vaudeville, burlesque, showboats, minstrel, radio, television, movies, and Vegas. Wherever there was an audience, Red would make him laugh. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>